everybody. Welcome to another episode of Life of the Lost. I'm Sam. And I'm Megan. And uh, this week's episode is... Well, we're off to a little bit of a late start. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of trying to figure out how to say that. <laughs> it's all right. Things happen. Yeah. I guess like one of the main things that kind of threw us off yesterday from recording was Oreo. Yeah. So Saturday it was a super super hot day, like like you know, so like unexpectedly hot to me. I guess I didn't pay attention. No, it's um, hot. And it Somebody was really died. Big, yeah, I was just gonna say that it's a really big bummer. Somebody was running the Brooklyn Half Marathon on Saturday morning and and died, and he was thirty years old. What a shame. It was hot. I could. I mean, so, sorry, long story short is we were walking Oreo that day and he made it like a block and a half and he was kind of like, all right, I'm done. And he laid his tummy down on some water that was outside on the sidewalk. And I'm curious how long that water was there. You know, it could have been standing for a bit. He lays his stomach down a lot just to like have when other dogs are come walking by. I think it's kind of his defense mechanism. It was like algae. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. See, I didn't see it. I just saw that it was like. He just laid his tummy in. I saw the algae. Anyways, then he was fine. And then come Sunday, he's very hyper right now. So you can probably hear him in the background. But um, come Sunday morning, I took him out for a walk and I picked him up and his stomach. He just kind of started crying. I was like, what is going on? And I got him upstairs and I looked at his belly and there were just these bumps, these lumps. And it was so horrifying because, like, it looked like pus was coming out and blood. Yeah, it looked like giant pimples. It was very strange. Yeah, and the other one was, like, purple. Yeah. It, they were big, too. It wasn't just, like, these tiny things. Because at first, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's probably just his nipples. Maybe they're swallowing <sighs> something weird. But then looking further and seeing that his nipples weren't, like, they were just fine. And these were just, like, pus bubbles. Um, we ended up calling a vet. So we, he eats, uh, what is that called? Ollie's? Yeah, yeah. Ollie's is his food. And it comes with like this, I think, Ollie Care or something. I don't remember. It's like an on-demand pet or vet, I would say. And they do like online calls. That's really useful. Yeah. So I was talking to somebody and they're like, well, it kind of looks like a bug bite. I was like, this is not a bug bite. Um, but then I started getting scared thinking like, oh man, because we're in the woods a lot. We're all over the place yeah i'd be surprised like i wouldn't be surprised if there's like ticks and stuff like that yes that's what i was thinking too i was like oh god like is that a tick like did it burrow itself i don't know <sighs> but um because this was sunday we were trying to do everything we could um his vet was closed and we didn't really want to go all the way down to the emergency vet because that is a pretty penny um mm. so then we just kind of waited it out and i was just really hoping that today when he woke up everything was okay and that the swelling went down and sure enough it did but that kind of like two or three hours of panicking really kind of threw off the whole day. But all is well. Like, I'm just so glad that everything is okay. Yeah, me too. Definitely would not have enjoyed going to the vet. Why are they so expensive? Yeah, and we have we have Pet Assure. It's Pet Assurance. Assurance. It's like you pay $100 a year and then they'll take 20% off your bill even if you have insurance. So paid for that in the beginning when we got him and then we also have lemonade insurance which is about i want to say 45 to 50 a month and it's actually it's been working really well especially for the puppy for the first year because you know you're Mm. getting shots um you have so many shots you have to get in the beginning you know puppies getting into things and (laughs) another example today with oreo was we were outside and he kind of We were by long grass, and he was kind of burrowing down by the grass, and, like, it looked like he was cuddling with something, like, snuggling, and I was like, what, wait, what? This all happened in five seconds, and I looked down, and it's a dead rat. Oh, my God. And I was just like, what the fuck? I just jumped back so much, and I was like, what, what, why, why are you doing this? But I also kind of got freaked out, because I'm like, all right, well... He's in this licking phase, too. What if he was licking the rat? What if oh he, like, nibbled it? Oh, my God. And the rat wasn't, like, freshly dead. Also, why are you coddling a rat? Like, what is happening? Do you think he was, boy. like, a, <laughs> a stuffed animal, maybe? Yeah. Maybe he felt bad for the rat. That's what I was thinking, too. He's like, oh, no. I can save you. I can save all of them. 
<laughs> I don't know. It was it was it was weird. So then I ended up calling the vet again. Well, not again. This was our, our vet this time. And she's like, oh, like, I'm super glad you called. I'm going to check all his vaccines, make sure he has, he's up to date with everything. And then she actually t- called the, um, or went back to talk to the vet tech and explained what happened. And they said as long as he didn't have enough time to start, like, munching on him, the rat, then we think he's okay. Oh, my God. Munching on the, oh, my God. I know. So they said just to look out for, like, diarrhea or him to act lethargic. And yesterday definitely he wasn't he didn't want to play he didn't want to do anything he was just very sore um but today he was back to his crazy self so well that's yeah that's definitely really nice to see oh man i was uh i was nervous too um but i felt kind of bad because you know we were trying we were trying to get out yeah this was a really good day out and we needed to, to run a few errands and um but i'm happy that we ended up doing that because we uh, went to this really cool street fair. Um, do you remember the name of that street fair? Um, no, but it's done by like the Upper West Side Coalition, I think. Yeah. Um, there's like a calendar, and you were right. I was looking it up. <clears throat> it's like almost every other weekend. Yeah, yeah, that's what I love about it. I can like get my street food fix yeah, like, all the time. Seventy <clears> third <throat> to like about eighty. I want to say 82nd because there was inflatables and things over there. Yeah, well. it's wonderful. I yeah. love it so much. It was really cool. Yeah, um, I love that that new Japanese section that they have. Mm-hmm. I'd never seen that that um that section before, so it was really nice. They had a lot of like really cool foods. I really wanted to try more of this seafood stuff, but the lines were so long. So I kind of got discouraged, but next time, hopefully they'll be back. I'll definitely want to try those, uh, what is it? Carl's balls. Carl's balls. <laughs> those squid balls. Oh, that Dip line. Seen on vice. <laughs> that line like wrapped around. We was, we was yeah. For a minute. Yeah. So. But it's nice because we live like a block away, so you can always just come out. Yeah. We almost died. It was hot. Yeah. I. We had just walked down to the park to drop some things off. Maya and her mom and her mom's boyfriend came down. And they were playing in the park, and we brought her some sandals. Sam made her a sandwich. So we just walked down, like, a few blocks. But on the way back, um, I was feeling, like, super sick. I thought I was going to pass out. It was, like, I think it was just the heat. Yeah. And the and probably you were wearing black, so it all kind of... Yeah. Looked... That was a bad mistake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... Definitely gonna wear white next time, um, because I, I I never learned that for some weird reason. I always think I can like handle it, but then I'm out there for like ten minutes, fifteen minutes, and it's a lot hotter than uh, I anticipated. Even though I already know what it feels like, yeah, it's always it was always new. And I think it was crazy because the amount of people who were kind of crowded around when we were watching and that- the smoke. Ooh. Yes, there's a lot of uh, smokers and out there. He- generators that were blasting heat. Yes. So. And we are all kind of like in this little half circle watching this Japanese dance. I'm surprised we didn't get COVID. Jesus, there's Let's, so like, many people. knock on wood because oh, yeah. like it takes it's a just little. It takes a few yesterday. days to get marinated. <laughs> we'll check back. Check back with us. Yeah, but but yeah, just the amount of people. I suppose is very hot. Yeah. But overall, it was pretty good, and you have, um, what is that called on Thursday? Oh, a field trip? Yeah, you're going on a field trip with Maya's class. I'm so excited for you. Yeah, that should be interesting. It was so cute, though, because after I picked her up today from school, she was just like, oh my god, oh my god, my crush is going to be in my group. Oh my god. Hi. This is going to be an interesting Thursday. And I don't think she hasn't told you, has she? Mm-mm. No. No. So. I was surprised she said it out loud, really loud, and then she also said his name very loud. But she had, like, turned around to see <laughs> um, if, if he was there. So it was really cute. But even um, I just took her outside for Oreo's walk. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. it was cute because she's like, oh, my gosh. She's like, I'm so excited for Thursday with my crush. And I was like, oh, yeah. She's like, oh, Annie, when you had... um." field trips and stuff and your crush was in your group were you excited too and i was oh like um yeah. i never thought i'd see the day i know i know i was like you know 
I was a bit nervous, but I was excited. And I'm like, I'm in this area where I don't want to tell her about disappointment. I don't want to teach her about being overly excited or overly dramatic or overly anything. I'm so scared and I'm just really tiptoeing over everything I say with her because my mom kind of ruined it for me as a kid. I think I may have talked about this on here, but when I had my first boyfriend, I was like so like smitten over him and I was like, oh cool this, oh cool that. I'm sure I talked about him a lot. And my mom's like, well, don't worry, like you're gonna have plenty more. But in my head at the time and like whenever I had any boyfriend, that was like, I'm with you to be with you for the long run. Even when I was like, what was I, 15 or 16 at the time? Um, I was just thinking like I'm with you for the long run. I'm not thinking about the next one. And the fact that she kind of brought up like you'll have more, don't worry about it, really kind of damaged my perspective. Yeah, that's really interesting because that's like how I live my life. Not just like with relationships, but just I'm in it till I'm in it. Like I, I won't think about anything else for the future. Yeah. I'm just here and if things change, okay. Yeah. But like, but I don't think about that like, oh, like this is going to be downer or like, oh, like. Or don't worry if this doesn't work out, the next one will be just fine or. Yeah, like, cause it's, it's like, cause then I, cause then that's a weird way of like living in the future because you don't want to do that, right? Cause you will never experience. You'll be, never be able to live in the moment of what you have because you'll always be thinking there's something more or better or less or I don't know. It's just. The, it, the perspective really messed me up and like I ended up breaking up with that person and, and my mom's words just kept ringing in my ears because I didn't even feel sad when I broke up with him, which was Jeez. weird because I, I really, really liked him at the time. And so I just was like, oh, it'll be fine. And the only time I got sad was my next door neighbor. One of them started dating him. And then I was like, oh, that's kind of fucked up. And then I felt sad for a day. Because they were flaunting it in my face. But then I was like, eh, it's fine. (laughs) But I mean, that's like, I guess going back to Maya, I just get worried. I don't, it's like, how do you prepare somebody for heartbreak and they've never had their heart broken? You know, because I remember being in grade school and getting my heart broken, even though I wasn't really with anybody. It was just that my crush liked somebody else. Yeah. And that. I don't think I even told my parents. Hmm. I don't even think I told them I had a crush on anybody. So I guess, yeah, I'm just trying my best to figure out how to teach resiliency without, without, I guess, teaching it, if that makes any sense, without being so blunt or in your face, like, oh, everybody gets their heart broken. Oh, you know, it's not... I don't want to teach it that way. I just want to teach, you know, you, you get knocked down, you get back up, right? Yeah. See, <laughs> yeah. No, it's, like, interesting, like, these analogies, like the one you just said, they're so useful, but they're not at the same time. Yeah. You know, you 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 get hit and then you get back up. It's like... In theory, it works, and it does work, but it just gives me such mixed emotions when I hear that. Yeah. It's, I don't know, I'm just lost in my mind, um, just because uh, I'm just, like, really in-depth and trying to perceptually just understand that, you know, getting getting emotionally hit. And needing to emotionally pick up everything that came with getting hit, like emotionally, um, whether being let get, getting let down or finding that the person that you like like somebody else, like what does that mean to you? Maybe I'm not using the right words, but it just sucks because all I see is an analogy of somebody telling me that and I'm just like kind of go f- go fuck yourself cause yeah well it's not like a one two three easy fix but how do you how do you embed that into somebody's head that it, you, you're not gonna stay down forever yeah that that's kind of like why I'm saying like saying that because yeah. it's just like 
I don't even believe it in the moment, let alone being able to teach it without saying it. I think the reason I say that is because I wasn't, I don't feel like I was, yes, I was taught like get back up, but I was taught, I feel like not in the, I feel as if I wasn't taught how to handle my emotions correctly to an extent and how to channel sadness or how to channel anger and it's nobody's fault um but I just I want to be there for Maya to be able to show her how to channel these things and not just I don't know freak out on somebody else or or do all the stupid things I did as a kid and because I didn't know how to handle myself yeah and I know I can't like well it's definitely like the people you're raised around I think that help you or not like learn how to express yourself or not yeah uh so if maya hopefully is around people who try and express themselves positively then i think that will rub off on her yeah and leading by example i i guess when i struggle on music and i push through that that's showing her exactly like what happens when you get beat down yeah when you even by yourself how do you still believe that you can still do it against yourself (laughs) it's a really interesting dance mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how else, how else and i think it's hard it. to kind of especially with being patient or impatient but <laughs> talking about impatience kind of reminds me of i was having her do math today and she she didn't want to do it she was like climbing around she was dragging her body like she's acting like she was um a worm on the ground trying to come and i was like okay you need to Let's go, let's go. Anyways, like 10 minutes later, finally she did math. <clears throat> but I wasn't paying attention. And then I sat down just to see what she was doing. It's like this. How, how would you explain what she's doing? Like how this math thing, right? It gives you yeah. an equation. Well, there's all different kinds. Yeah. So, so when she beats that section, then it goes to something else. But I think right now she's doing the number line. Right? No, it's a, it's a new one. Oh, oh, are you talking about the number line where it's like... You, like what's 20, 30, what comes after 30 but below 60? Oh, no, it's new. Oh. So today it was like 25 plus 3 equals blank. And then 21 plus blank equals blank. It's... it's Your main number is going to always be like 23 or 24, whatever whatever the first equation is. So it's not easy. But I didn't realize that she didn't know how to do it. So what she was doing is she just kept putting one and then she would press a guess. Like, it's correct. Oh, wow. Two, guess. <laughs> and I was like, Maya, do you know how to do this? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, all right, let's 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 talk this through. And she didn't. And I didn't even really understand it at first because the equation was very, very long. And it just had all these missing pieces. You had to fill it in based on the first equation. So I was actually surprised that they were doing this, but she did finally get the hang of it. Um, but I guess that just goes back to patience and kind of sitting there and trying to figure it out or understanding when you need help. But it was kind of cool today because she had realized that um, the reading level she's at is too easy for her now. And she, oh, um, nice. yeah, she went to her friend. She went to one of her friends and was like, hey, like, my, my books are too easy for me at home now. What should I do? And her friend told her, you should go tell the teacher. Oh, wow. And she'll give you a higher reading level. And so that was really nice to hear. And she's like, yeah, I think I'm going to tell my teacher soon. <laughs> that's, that's, really, that's really nice to hear. She's really smart. So hopefully she'll catch on yeah. much quicker. She's, I feel like she's picking up a little bit faster. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I was thinking about Maya and just it's funny how we were talking about uh, you know soupe and what it all means to what what it all means to us and like Maya's part of the, the future you know mm-hmm. it's part of that future 
mentality and sustainability with that. Did you ever finally listen to her podcast? I haven't yet. I need to. You need to. It's so cute. I know. But I love how she was so interested in doing it. Yeah, she'll definitely be on again. Yeah. Special guest. <laughs> I mean, it would be nice to have her do it like on on the weekend. Yeah. That we have her. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea because it's important to keep her involved. Yeah, um, and maybe we can do one too and then not have days like this where we miss a day. Kind of yeah. a backup one. Because also something really excited, speaking of Supe, is that we are going to be in the Grand Bazaar, which is in the Upper West Side. It's kind of like this flea market and they have artists and they have people who are who are selling like posters or selling like old magazine covers or selling trinkets or um, vintage clothing, just a lot of really cool things. And we got accepted in. And so I'm thinking our first weekend is going to be in June. Um, I haven't confirmed anything yet, but it was really cool this weekend. We went to it. It's every single Sunday. I believe it's from like 10 to 5. Um, but we went and we were just checking out the booths. We had to do like a mock-up of our booth and what it might look like and how we're going to sell things and everything. So mm -hmm. we have a lot of work ahead of us, but I am really excited, especially because it's so close to home. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's going to be a really interesting experience. <laughs> I wonder, you know, hope it doesn't rain, but. It was interesting though, while I was listening, or I wasn't listening, I was reading the book. They have like this PDF that is like this vendor guide mm -hmm. and they said, you know, really set up your booth so you account for those things like the <sighs> rain, the wind. But I used to work at an art fair during the summers and they had tarps. So some some tents look look like on the side, they're rolled up, and then you can unzip oh. them and they can go down. So that kind of battles your wind, that battles your rain. That's yeah. That's I think we should definitely look into that if we uh, if we get one. Yeah, and I think it's a little bit. It's easy enough. The ones I've seen, they're either zipper, you know, you zip them on, or it's uh, velcro. Okay, so. I'm sure they have add-ons too, I wonder. Yeah, definitely they do. I was researching a bunch of stuff this weekend and um, yeah, it's crazy because you can go super intense. I've seen um, photographers have giant, uh, they're like boards kind of that they hang their pictures on. Mm. Um, painters do that too, but it's very hard to install and like I've seen so many people do it out of their vans, but we don't have, have like that much space. So I'm like, okay, how can we efficiently do this? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, but we'll get it all working in order. Yes. So if you guys are in this city during those I wanna, it's undisclosed cool. dates. <laughs> it's cool, though, because it's year-round. It's every single Sunday. It's That's just, really cool. You get to just decide which ones you want once you're in. And I want to go, I want to be a part of the uh, street fair, too, because we saw the street fair, um, and you can apply to be a part of that, too. We saw a lot of vendors this past weekend as well. Yeah, we definitely have to expand our inventory mm -hmm. in terms of our pieces yeah. and other other things because it'd be nice. be nice to have as much out there to... Uh, to showcase. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of work, a lot of work to be done. Um, yeah, but I'm excited because I feel like it's, um, so I've been to so many art fairs like growing up and I always wanted to do this, but it's just, what I didn't like about it is like, there's a lot of people and they, they just do this their whole year round and they just travel in a van. Well, if it, I be if it works, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think I'd want to do that. That's why I'm so hyped that it's like so close to us. Yeah. Dang. Year round. Yeah, I met so many people who do it year round. I wonder how they like, but what are they selling? Um, so one of the people who do, did really good, who I talked to a lot, I forgot their name, so I wish I could promote them, but I have a really cute picture. They have teddy bears, and I don't even know if they make them or not, but they're photographers, and they take pictures of like teddy bears or stuffed animals in a, in a lineup. 
you know, when you are you're being convicted of something and there's a criminal lineup. Oh, wow. They're just in there. So it was really cool because at the end of the art fair, I was working as a block captain. So I would just make sure all the artists were okay, made sure they had water. If they had to go to the bathroom, just let them be there so they could go or if they needed food, whatever the case. And I got to know a lot of these people and it was really cool. I mean, that's what they were selling majority of was like stuffed animal um, pictures, like these, this lineup thing. Um, just a lot of like really funny photography. Hmm. And they did really good. Um, and met another guy who painted sunflowers. That's all he did. All different kind of sunflowers. It was beautiful. Wow. Um, he traveled all year round too. That's pretty cool. But there was also people like glass makers, people who did um, uh, like vases or cups or pottery um there's people who sold like dog clothes there's people who sold like little tutus for kids so the one that i was working at it was um kind of like competition based you had to get voted in and so a jury would kind of select you and some people would make it and some people wouldn't but it was a really big deal and so it was really interesting to see kind of what what these people sold sometimes you're like why like how did they get in but it was pretty cool. Yeah, no, that does sound really cool. Definitely. Like, I'd be just curious to know how they do. Like, I want to know the details, you know, of their day-to-day of how they resupply and where they, like, especially for, like, the the painters, mm-hmm. how, where do they find the time to recreate more stuff Yeah. in their journey? Um, that's interesting. Yeah, because that's a question I'd have, right? Or if like was, if they even need to because they have such a big inventory or how much they sell per Well, if they're going thing. around, like they must stop. And but if they a, do stop, I'd like to know how long they stop to yeah. sort of resupply. That's or, interesting. And even deeper, like do they have a method of how they do these? Obviously, I'm mm-hmm. assuming they do, but what is it? What do you start with first? Yeah. Start with the middle or the outsides? I don't know. Yeah. It was really cool sitting there talking to them and trying to figure this out because um, it, it, it's very stressful. It's a very yeah, stressful I, kind I, of life because it was a really big bummer um, on the days that it rained. And this art fair was only like, I think it was started a Saturday to a Sunday. But if it rained for one day and not a lot of people are coming out, it just broke their hearts. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely tell me that twice. I've definitely played shows where literally <laughs> four people came. And it and we spent the whole day practicing and getting to this bar. Mm-hmm. Literally four people came. Mm. And it was all right, like, you know, because it's a, it's a humbling experience. Um, it was all right. The bartender felt bad for us, so she just gave us all drinks. He just gave us all like shots and and beer. And that was nice. But, you know, it's one of those, everybody has those. You know, everybody, Blink-182 had them, you know, at one point in their life. You know, and they're starting up where they play one. It always happens when you don't really necessarily have an audience or a market yet for like music. And you just stumble across like an opening. Mm -hmm. You don't really know what it is means you don't know like their market you don't know what bands played before or what to expect but you say yes because maybe you're already on the road and you want to just play another show just to you know practice yeah only to find that like not many people it's a completely disconnected crowd or just not people are interested in you yeah and trying to like market that market them there did you do any of that no i mean we didn't it was kind of like a last minute thing okay so we just kind of went because somebody said that uh they were we could play show there Hmm. it's like a bar like all right cool (laughs) so just went yeah i mean totally wasn't wasn't our it's experience yeah you know but anyways, I know what that feels like, you know, going the whole day, bringing all your stuff, setting up, you know, making sure everything sounds right, hooking everything up, mm-hmm. only to play like a 25-minute set and yeah. literally six hours for a 25-minute set. Yeah. That's like that meme where it's just like um, bands have $10,000 worth of gear traveling 15,000 miles playing for 
50 people getting $200 back. Mm -hmm. Do you see the inadequacy in that? That would be really hard. But that's It'd what happens really all like the time. It would be really straining and draining. It is. It is. So like when you see the frustration of this thing that I'm doing and then you think back to all those years that I was frustrated too. Yeah. It kind of, it, it made me a little battle hardened. Mm -hmm. Obviously I'm <laughs> in a different point in my life, but, but I feel as though the experience of feeling discouraged or disheartened, I'm, I'll never say, ever say that I'll be used to it, but being able to push myself a little bit in the more positive direction when I'm feeling low is something that makes me feel a little comforting knowing that I have just a tad of familiarity with those feelings. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah. I don't know if... Um, I'm curious if people get used to that feeling and can kind of see it coming or, or how they kind of jump out of it. How do you think you get out of yours? Because I know you kind of had a, a rough day today. Yeah, actually, when I got out of mine, well, there was a few things that I needed to do. I had this really good idea of a track, and for some weird reason, it wasn't the same idea in a different day with a different set of ears. Metaphorically, I just didn't see what it was that I was that I liked in it. Um, but I knew it was there. I knew I couldn't trust my ears at the time. And I knew that I needed to muscle through it. And then when I got to a place where I was like somewhat decent, then I needed to take myself away from it. Once I took myself away from it, like via going to the gym, mm -hmm. I kind of just didn't think about it for a minute. And then I just specifically remember being in the weight room and doing the lat pull downs. And I was thinking, I don't know how I'm going to get the sounds that I want. I don't know where the track is going to go. But for some reason, I know that I'm not going to give up on this track. I know that I'm going to have to muscle through this. I know that I am technically putting it off <laughs> because I know that I'm going to go, I'm going to go through with it. I'm going to have to, I, I, there's nowhere else to go, you know, when you're trying to avoid something, but you know, it's coming. Like for me, sometimes it's just like, uh, something that is a work-related thing and I know I have to do it throughout the day, yeah. <laughs> but I, I could do it at like at nine, but I chose to do another assignment at like nine. And then I, I, because it was a very tough assignment. So I ended up doing it like at 12 or yeah. something because I just don't want to deal with it right now, but I know that I have to. Yeah. That's kind of like how it was, but it made me feel a little bit good knowing that, knowing that I'm not, I'm not going to quit. I'm never going to quit. And I'll wrestle it down to the end of the earth. <laughs> I will just wrestle it and wrestle it and wrestle it until it eats us both alive because, because that's what I, that's what I'm, that's what I need to do. <laughs> I don't know how. Wait, when you say both, are you talking about yourself? Yeah, I'm talking about myself and the the idea. I'm talking oh, about okay. my my this thing that is clouding my mind. I I will wrestle that into submission. Uh, I will control it. I will do everything I can to win against myself because sometimes I hate myself for that feeling. I hate myself for clouding my own mind. And it is me against myself, and I'm understanding that. It's not, it's like you're talking about two halves of you, but disconnecting yourself from a, a part of you, mm -hmm. a part of you that you don't like, a part of you that you know is holding you back. And learning how to just, that's the best way I can feel, uh, describe it as just putting that part in a freaking full Nelson. Mm -hmm. And bending it the way you want, just, <clears throat> just, mm -hmm. just like, shh, 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 you know, just, oh, just, just, just submit, just tap, just tap, just tap, you know. I don't want to hurt you, but just tap, because I will, I will, metaphorically speaking, yeah. you know, um, because I'm tired, 
Yeah. I'm tired of this monotony. I'm tired of this drag. I'm tired of of prolonging things. And I've started to to wake up. Um, and that's kind of what led me in a weird hole too, right? Because I was tired of writing things that I didn't identify with personally. And I felt like I've been on this weird, like, few song kind of like jamming things out, but trying to just figure it out, like the structure, the whole structure of the song. Not just, I don't know, not just stuff that sounds cool, but I just don't associate. I truly identify. I mean, I, I did identify myself with it, but not truly like being like, like, ooh, I like this. Um, Is that because you can't get out, like get the sounds out of your head onto paper or well, into your computer to actually create what you're hearing? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel like there's a disconnect with that, which is a shame because it, it, it makes me feel inadequate when it's not an inadequacy. I just don't know enough. Yeah. So, which is why I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I'm, it's confusing. I'm confusing myself. I'm doing things like I've never tried to do before, like just try and write a whole song out through guitar and just mm -hmm. figuring that out because I find as though my songs feel somewhat incomplete. It goes somewhere, but it doesn't, there's no like hook, there's no like low down and there's no like bring back up to a certain extent. Not the way that I'm feeling it, not mm -hmm. the way that it, it resonates in my mind, not the way that I feel proud, truly proud putting that out there because I know that I can do it. I know that there are mechanical but things. But do you think that's going to stop you? Because sometimes I think that... Um, because it's you versus you all the time and you're not letting anybody hear any of the music, any of your sounds. Like, you're the only judge of it. And I feel like to you, yes, they may sound completely incomplete and maybe it doesn't feel good to release, but I feel like sometimes you, like, hammer yourself into the ground and then you end up changing everything. And it was so beautiful. And not saying it's beautiful now, but just saying that, you know, you're, you might... Not not the word overthink is, is maybe the wrong word, but maybe like second guess yourself. Yeah, no, I I can't deny that, which is why like I really like I'm not working. I just might sound stupid, but I'm not working on any of their songs. But but this idea that I have and and um the one that I need to mix, mm -hmm. and that's it. Like there's no other way about it. I'm not starting nothing new. I need to I need to pre these two songs out. But I like how you're kind of mixing it up because. It always reminds me of like what you talk about with Rich Piana hmm. and how, he, how he's talking about um, messing with the body. <laughs> yeah. Shocking the body. Shocking the body. <laughs> yeah, no. Just trying to do different things, like different kind of, his whole thing was like working out differently or eating differently or like eating at different times or just doing things differently than you did before. And I think that's such a good example of what you should be doing your example of you know trying to do and finish an entire song on your guitar yeah because to me it makes sense to me then i can figure out an outline mm -hmm. and a beginning and an end and that's kind of what you need in a song a beginning and an end and yes there can be other weird ways to do it but this is the way i want to do it mm -hmm. i'm structured i am a structured man mm -hmm. i love structuredness I love things being on time, off, and perfectly off time, too. I don't like this wavy, like, go everywhere, bam, bam, bam. Like, you know, everything's kind of floating off. Like, no, I like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, I like, um. But I think it's so structured that it just fits. It, it's, when you say structured, it kind of sounds like square or kind of boxed in, but. I feel like your version of structure is really nice because it does kind of go with the flow on its own. Yeah, when yeah, structured being like the bass, it's very thick and f plump, mm -hmm. and it and it raises this really high end synth, thin, light, fluffy synth, with like a nice lead. Mm -hmm. uh, that lead could either that lead could uh, a nice lead and a nice vocal, a nice build intro, nice smooth, mm -hmm. then a a little kick to it. You know, then it has like a. T -t 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 like and then all of a sudden like dun 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 and then with the rise is going up dun 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 
dun, dun, and then it goes in. The same melody that was played in the verse mm-hmm. goes into the chorus. Da, 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 and it's kicking hard, kicking hard, blah, blah, blah. And then it kind of just dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. goes right back to that build goes right back to that same verse in in that before the build up but mm. after the verse after the intro that little nugget right there you know how you're explaining this huh i think this right here this energy and like momentum is how you should explain it when you're presenting at work yeah yeah no i know the thing is is that i i, I need i need to that's my deadline Fuck. I can't go to sleep now. Why? Because that's my deadline. I need to have this song feeling confident. Because if I don't, I won't feel confident presenting. You d- you present tomorrow? No, but the oh. point the point is is that there. It, God damn! You think I can make a whole mix and well, feel proud you, about a whole song in a night? Right now is like skyrocketing, which is amazing, but. Well, because I know well, that I will like fail. Really I will quick. fail if I don't get a song or one of those two songs in a good place. I know I will fail. Yes, and that's but, okay because I'm putting the fire myself. Yeah. So that means that I need to do it. So pause really quick. Yeah. What we're referencing is that Sam is has to pre- present like how many times a year? Or how many I think times? once or twice. Once or twice a year. And it's for work. He's been having a bit of a hard time presenting. And I think it's because... It's just like this virtual world, you know? You're better with seeing people in person, their body language, are they attentive, are they not? And when you're presenting on the screen, it just feels so, for me, I can only speak for myself, like out of body, like, I don't even know. I don't like when I can't tell that somebody's paying attention or not. Are they on their phone? Are they looking at something else? Am I even interesting? I start second guessing myself and I get so awkward and uncomfortable and I just start stuttering and, so I can understand, you know, but Sam's been a little bit weary about what to say. And I just think right now you kind of explaining that was really cool because what is it you guys like? What's the assignment for work that you guys have to present? Just something that you do. I don't know of interest that you'd like to share. Like it could be I go out every night and play soccer with a soccer club or I enjoy taking photography or I don't know, like I love yeah. working out or I like drinking protein shakes. Yeah. Just anything and everything. Okay. But, um, but yeah, like I just, I need to quit fucking slacking. That's just, I, I need to treat it more like life and death. That's what I need to do. That's, I mean, that's the reality, guys. Like if you want something out there, you have to treat it like life and death. Like nothing else like matters. You don't think you've been time. doing that? No way. No way. Earlier today I was. Yeah. Earlier today, nothing mattered. Earlier today, you get out of you, leave me alone. Yeah. Like I will burn every bridge I have. Just leave me alone. Like I don't care about I my associations or anything. Specifically, was rough because we didn't wake up early, and you didn't have that time in the morning to do that because it is harder, you know, when Mai's home and like it's hard to switch on and off to with work and everything else going on, trying to get her like doing homework and trying to get her fed and you know getting ready for bed and everything so and eating and everything like my schedule is really fucked today but but it's like that whole thing right like do you want to do you want to sacrifice what like maybe i'm wrong guys who's listening out there but this is my philosophy whether or not i follow it is completely different but this is how i view it I truly believe if you want to get somewhere in life, you will sacrifice something. And whether it be like friends or family, it's sleep and health. Because the reality is, is that I might need to stay up all day and stay up all morning. You know, I need, I need to get two hours of sleep. Obviously, I can't do that. So I'm going to need to take coffee. I'm going to need to put myself to sleep with taking some like sleeping pills because it's maybe not everyone can do that. Maybe some people can do that, but I can't. But what it's like, then I ask myself, what am I willing to do? Am I willing to do that? Am I willing to potentially like, yes, I'm sure there is a way to do that, but is that working for you specifically? Is that thing working for you? And if Mm -hmm. it isn't, 
then why not? Does it need time? But if it does take time, how much time are you willing to give to that yeah. for that to consistency? Because if you want it now, then I'm sorry that you're going to have to cut some corners right now. You know, like, I'm sorry, you're bodybuilding and you need to gain that, like that, that tricep right there. You're going to do whatever it takes. You're going to take some, uh, some, uh, some, what was that? The ethanol thing that just plumps your muscles up. That isn't healthy, but you ethanol. need that. Um, no, I know what tri- you're talking about. Tri- 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 I don't remember what it's called. But um, that oil shit for your for your um muscles. for your muscles. But you know, like bodybuilders do whatever it takes. Yeah. And so, like sometimes I'm just like, yo, I'm being a B right now. Like, put some put some <laughs> put some powder on your nuts and just and you know. What is that a reference to? I don't know. <laughs> You know, like, and, and I'm just, and I'm just setting the alarm right now. Cause get out there. I accidentally changed it this morning to 6 a.m. Not accidentally. I did it on purpose. We didn't get to sleep till late. So, it was but that's what I'm saying, right? It's those choices, right? On a given day. Not, not, not knocking you at all. No, but, what but sucks moving forward, right? It's like, um, hold on. I'm going to put it to four. Um, change the schedule. The frustrating part. Yo, I'm about to record us, one of you. What? Just record like a a timer, uh, alarm. Oh, like telling you to get (laughs) up. Being like, what does this mean? What is this worth to you? I don't have a problem. Like, I guess here's here's where my thing kind of clashes. So like, I can stay up all night. Yes, like that's not a problem. But like, I have a certain amount of things I have to do for work. Like, I have a certain amount of cases I have to get in. So. In order to keep making production, in order to keep getting raises, in order to keep, like, myself on a steady level in production, like, everything that I do at work is based off percentages. So if I'm slacking one week and my percentages go down, it's not the end of the world, but could it mean that I don't get that $2,000 bonus? Like, totally. So I'm doing my best to, to try to balance this. Like, I can't stay up all night. Yeah, I because mean... Because then that slacks. And if that slacks, then... I'm not going to be able to wake up and do lunch tomorrow for Maya. I'm not going to be able to do her hair in the morning because I'm sleeping. But in think or about I'm this. Working. I hear everything you're saying. But what if you did stay up? All, like, just hear me out for a second. What if you did stay up all night? And no, not all night. Like, what if you did stay up to like one, go to sleep and then wake up at like f- four. four, like swear to God, like just for, for one week. And then you and then you rest for like an hour or two on the weekends. It would suck. I ain't gonna front that's not wouldn't be pretty. You would need to find everything in your power. Like I said, right example would be setting a timer to really like talk to yourself and being like, Look, this is what you want. Like is yes this what you know? Like I, I get that, but like and I think you know your body good too, but like I will physically get sick. But I feel like, like that's I've a mentality trained myself thing too, though no? from nine hours. I used to have to get like at least nine hours of sleep down to six. So why can't you get down to four? Well, I'm doing my best. I'm just saying, like, but you feel me though, like, yeah. But I feel like you saying no, that. No, it is a mentality thing. What's the what's Sorry, the more like, fucked up thing about it is uh, that like I know that I have to do certain things to keep myself like awake because like I don't take caffeine like you either. Mm-hmm. So what do I do? Like in in the morning, doing those green shakes for for like those two months were prime. But then I stop yeah. doing it, and then I get sick. And but I even feel if like... you stop, eventually it'll become mundane to you. You'll need something else. You'll yeah. need to do something. What and do you need? Stop what? Making the shakes? Well, eventually, if you make those shakes consistently, they're just not going to do it for you anymore. Oh, yeah. You're going to need you, something else. I just keep changing it up. That's the key for me. It's like, just keep changing things up. Keep changing things up. Yeah, and my, my thing is, too, it's like, It's just a simple question, like like how how much do you want it? Like to a certain extent, like yes, I I can put all of these like things personally for me. Like I would not want to just get down on two hours or three hours of sleep, but but doing things to kind of remind me that I need to get up. For instance, like that that alarm, right? Just being yeah. like, yo, like Sam, like just talking to myself because I know there are certain things that would trigger me, right? Yeah. Certain words, certain people yeah. would trigger me to get up and be like, all right, nah, 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 nah. This isn't how it's going to be. You know, yeah. like I'm going to, you know, now I'm awake, you know, now like. I think like, for me, it's hard to just because I have other people counting on me. That's what kills me is like one morning I couldn't do my hair because mm-hmm. I was so backed up on everything and it just made me feel really sad. 
It's just stupid shit like that that I That's don't not. feel like I can afford to miss out on. Therefore, like, I have, like, a very strict schedule during the day. And, um, you know, even to a point where I'm teaching Maya how to use a toaster or a microwave. No, do I let her do it all by herself? Hell no. But I'm just gradually teaching her to understand, you know, like, you can do these things, too, one day by yourself. I'm standing there with her. Um, I don't know, at, at my age, at seven, I was doing that by myself, but, you know, just doing my best to make sure that she gets and understands these things too. But going back to the point of just feeling like you need to be there for, for certain things too. And it's like, it's shitty, but I think I put a lot of pressure on myself. Um, and yeah, I'd love to have that mentality of like, F you during the day, but like you constantly come in, I'm dealing with Oreo, I'm dealing with the disruptions of like just things in general there's no way for me to just like focus on one thing therefore my day which sucks because I wish I was in an office some days with just the door closed for like three hours at a time because I know if I was in an office with three hours just just to myself no interruptions I can get six hours done in that three hours but because during the day I'm so broken up with so many distractions it's not easy and it like it like really pisses me off like, I'm getting really hot right now thinking about it because I know that I'm when I'm focused and I'm like super head down, just fucking head down. See, fuck everyone. But I what you just said it. is exactly what I'm saying. Yes, right? but it's there hard no, though to do it in a certain time too and no, feel I'm as not, if nobody is I'm like not, being. I'm not there. I, sorry. Sorry if I explained this wrong to you, but take that time out. Like take take all that reference about time out of out of the equation. All I care about is pushing that envelope forward and doing what it is that you feel is holding you back and finding ways to maximize that time more efficiently, even crazier than you thought that you couldn't do it. You know, like it it it, like as much as I'd love to, it feels like it's impossible. Well, I think that's a mentality, your mind mentality. Like, I'm not saying like... Yeah, but okay, then when would I get like... The only way I feel like I can do that is if I have like a door and like a set office. Because but when that during the day... that you are... Uh, how you, many times have you come to me today, this today, asking for help for something? At least a dozen. How many times have I had to take Oreo out? It's like these things that like I can't control. Even if I put my foot down, I can't just let him piss or shit in the house. It's it's these things like it it it's super stressful to think about because I have to like keep up with these things. All too. right, well then, just tell me, then I uh, then tell me that I, not to come to you, and then and as well as you know telling, you know um. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm not trying to manage your 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 life you you but know th- i think that's, you know the, that's what, the like what, confusing thing about it though too right because i i understand that there's people or things or whatever in my life that need me that need my attention in certain times too so it's i don't really also want to just throw my fingers in the air and say fuck everybody like don't come in because i'm understanding the importance of like collaboration and teamwork as well so it's like that balance. So I'm not like I know I said it feels like it's impossible. I know it's there, but that's why I start at four a.m. in the morning to work because you don't come in. Well, that's I have why no distractions. I guess that's what that's that, sorry. Maybe try not to take it personally to you. <laughs> what I'm trying to say that's all I'm trying to say is that and all I know is that you are pissed off with where you are now. You want production to go faster, and that's same with me. Yeah. How we get there is completely different because things that hold you back are different than things that hold me back. Yeah. But all we agree with is that we need to do something and we need to do something now. What that is, I have no idea because it depends on your life, depends on my life. Yeah. But just to keep that in mentality in mind because I I do want to be somewhere. Like I I I have you know I I I'm supposed to be there on time. I don't want to be there late. You know. Yeah. So that's all. <laughs> I, I don't mean to, you know, get into specifics um, to those things, but but I'm here to ha- help too, if if I can help with anything too. Yeah, it's it's like a, it's not easy. It's like definitely like so many things pulling each way and trying to battle and balance things, which is why I get specific because there is so many things, you know, to to 
muster through, I suppose. Yeah, I guess for me, I'm just looking at the... I feel like it's so much easier for you to just tell everybody to fuck off because everybody just, like, like listens. Whoa. I feel uh, like I can't do that as much. Well, one, I'm not quite sure why you hung up on that. Because, because I feel like it's a little bit easier. It was more of a metaphorical feeling of just... Meetings. Well, I guess I was just taking today as an example. It's just it's just easier, I feel like. But it isn't easier, right? It isn't easier. But I think people just listen to you more. That's all. Because I feel like when I put my foot down, like, it's... But what am, what am I losing? What am I missing out on? What are the people who are valuing me? How do I change their perception? Yeah. It's not, uh, you know, it's like I said, it's a sacrifice and it sucks. And there's no way that you can go around that to a certain degree if you truly are trying to get somewhere where you want to be. And I'm not saying that my way or any way is right. I don't know what it is. I know that I it's need to do a lot of things too. It's shitty because then other people have to pay too for exactly the reason you're saying. Like when you sacrifice things and the other people like... And there are the people who do things for other people and other people are more on the other side of that. Yeah. And it, and I, there is no right answer, right? Because yeah, if people do no everything way. for other people, they become resentful and they become upset because they are the ones doing everything. But then the ones over here feel like they're completely lost and they don't have the people that love them in their life because they have pushed everybody away. Yeah. And I don't know where that, you know, obviously... There's neither a, one is the right answer but the, the balance between them depending yeah. on where you put, are on the scale could help or not i don't and then i just think like for people who don't really give a fuck and i just like floating along like life's good like i'm just gonna do or what about do the ones my... who don't give a fuck and they don't care about people like who don't give a fuck like the sociopaths i'm not even i'm just talking like oh. your basic <laughs> average people who are just more like you know, like, I'm going to just do my 9 to 5 and, like, come home and cook dinner. and Watch just, Netflix. Yeah, be with the kids and just chill. Like, I don't, I think when I when I was doing that, like, I, I love that. But that shit also very much stresses me out as well. Because it just seems like you're waiting I for have something. to do, yes. And there's nothing you're waiting for, which yeah. is weird, right? Yeah, I used to, when I was living by myself in Minnesota, like, all my time was dedicated to like making food because I was meal prepping and then going to the gym and that's where my like and then when I knew I was going to move out here my other time was allocated to applying for jobs but that was it and it was frustrating because I wanted to be designing and I did design like on the side but it was also just kind of hard because one thing had to come first, right? Like, I knew I'm moving to New York City, but I want to get a job before I get there. So can't really design because I need to do this. And then you get here and you're like, can't really design because I have to handle this and I have to get an apartment. And I still have to look for a job. And it's like constant um, going back and forth, kind of trying to find your way out. But yeah, I guess just going back to average things, which is cool. Like, I genuinely wish that I didn't think so much. I didn't have to, like, worry sometimes about the things that I worry about. But yeah, like, I... I do feel a lot of pressure on, um, sorry if you can hear Ori in the background, he's, he's snoring so loud, <laughs> um, but I do feel a lot of pressure to do something constantly and to follow through with things in, um, some kind of manner to, I guess, just make myself proud because it's not like I'm, I'm not, I do my best to, to try to focus on the me versus me mentality and not me versus, you know, the next door neighbor. It's probably more of an analogy for people who are like um, used to the suburbs when they're fighting their neighbors, trying with to, to compete with their lawn and nice cars and painting their house every year, you know, whatever. But yeah, if that makes any sense, it's, it's a fine line and a battle, especially with a family, of, especially with people who count on you too. So, Jesus, Oreo. Yeah. That boy can sleep. Yeah. Well, you know. Now you're hearing the stresses of our lives right now. Yeah. No, I mean, it's important. <laughs> kind of try to work its, its way it's, out. It's who, it's who we are. It's, I feel like it's who everybody is. 
I mean, I don't know anybody who isn't stressed about something in their life. Yeah. Whether it's raising kids, whether it's trying to get that promotion, whether it's trying to get that extra pound of muscle, Mm -hmm. you know, it's stressful, you know, and that's life. You dedicate your life to something or you don't, but I choose to dedicate Um, because like you, right? I have, I have something, I have something to prove to myself and, and that is, um, that is, I can do it Mm -hmm. and that's all. That's all. I just want to, I just want to bask. I just want, you know what I want? I want that one day, that one day where you can sit down on like a a hill Mm Mm-hmm. And just, just feel all the accomplishment of the day. Oh, like, oh, sorry, of like the the few years that you've been hustling, only to like actually like get some like shit, which is what, which just brings it back to like, what are you gonna do about it, Sam? But also like, I don't mean to drag this out, but also like, do you ever feel like you're hustling so hard that you're not seeing things like in the moment too? Yeah. It's okay. I um I do. It's it's hard. It's hard. That's why when I um that's why when I uh stop like in, in my jam session. Yeah. That's why I kind of just I don't I it's weird. I, I like turn everything off like in my mind. Mm-hmm. I I think about my song, but that's it. That's all I think about. I don't think about where it's going to go. I don't think about how people are going to receive it. I don't think about how I'm going to mix it. All I was thinking about like listening to it, feeling it. Maybe things I can add, but that's about it. Mm. Just feeling it, making things I can add, and then letting it go for a minute. Because <coughs> that's part of music too. You like, right? You gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta let it, let it, just go away for a minute, and then come back, and then listen to it, and see if you still have it. See if it still gives you that feeling. <coughs> so <coughs> that is. Um, no, that makes sense. It's um, I guess sometimes I just. And I feel this a lot with Oreo when I'm taking him out on a walk. Sorry, I feel like I have something in my throat, like allergies or something. Um, but a lot of the time I don't want to go out, right? Cause, um, <coughs> because I'm working on something and I'm like, oh my God, like, why do you have to go to the bathroom so much? Like, I'm so tired of bringing you out. But then when I get out there. You're training yourself? Yeah. Okay, okay. This yeah, is yeah. me always talking to myself. Yeah, I'm I get sorry. pissed off when going to the bathroom too. <coughs> No, I'm actually talking about when I have to take Oreo out. Oh, that's what I was asking. Are you talking oh, about yeah, yourself? Yeah. No, no, no. Because I'm like take <laughs> playing my guitar like in a jam session. I'm like, what the fuck do you have to pee right now? Oh, my God. Well, you drink like a three gallons of water a day. So that's why. <laughs> but um, then when I'm out there with him, like, I guess the best example was I think it was Friday night. And we we're out there going into the bathroom. And I just wanted to walk around the block. But then there was like 10 sirens. There was all over the place they were just like swarming the area and i was like what is happening and then i realized they were going down kind of by the um pier and so i ran down there with oreo and we were kind of like checking it out and seeing what's going on and like i was so unprepared to be outside i didn't have a bra on oh, like Jesus. i didn't i just had like a t-shirt i was just not properly dressed not that i was naked or anything but like <laughs> i was just not properly ready to go run or anything but we got down there and Everything had cleared. I think somebody, the Coast Guard and everybody was in the water. I think somebody said that there was a distressed swimmer, but they couldn't find anybody. So it's kind of like a false alarm, but we went down by the pier and it was beautiful. Like it was, the sun had just turned down, turned down. (laughs) The sun had just set and you could, we were sitting on the pier and just looking at New Jersey and he just sat on my lap and we just sat there for 10 minutes. And it was just the most beautiful feeling of being there and being present and appreciating, like you said, you know, being on a hill, appreciating all your accomplishments, just being proud of what I did that day, even though it might not have been a lot, even though it might have been like maybe only did like two cases when I wanted to do seven, just feeling being in that moment. And it's something that I haven't felt lately, um, just kind of like happiness from nothing. Now that I guess it is something. It's being outside. It's feeling the air. It's hearing the water. It's seeing the lights. It's seeing like the clouds kind of fade away into night, and just that beautiful feeling of being outside. So, I guess that's what I was kind of referencing. Is like, do you ever feel like you're missing those moments? 
sometimes, maybe. I think the only moments that kind of play in my mind are these fictional moments of these people listening to my song or in the crowd just chanting the words to my song, you know? That that is like that moment that I'm like living for, you know? Yeah. Just being able to, you know, I don't know, it's a pipe dream, but, you know, just seeing all those like cell phones in the sky, you know, just just going back and forth and just having these sick ass choruses that you're just, yes, ah, like you feel it. like So more futuristic. Yeah, like that, that moment. Yeah. Um, but I guess... I do. No, I mean, I do, actually. I mean, I, I've definitely told you, too, when we're, like, out in the country, or, you know, like, this is nice, you know, like, I'm, I like the water, I like where we are now. Mm-hmm. You've heard me say that. Yeah. Just being in the moment. The air is, or the sandwich is great. Yeah. It's like, mm, I feel like great. that when we go to New Jersey sometimes, we just go get Moe's, take a car out there, go get Moe's, chill in the park. Yeah, Oreo's playing on the playground. Oreo's chilling by us, begging for food. Yeah, and it's just you can see the skyline of Manhattan, and it's just like the most beautiful thing. Just look out, be fulfilled with like all your loved ones around you, just eating like a dope burrito. Yep. Sorry, I'm like all like hyped up right now. <laughs> like I'm just like I gotta. You gotta do- work. Yeah, I gotta do stuff. I feel that we're already an hour. And so let's call it a night, and I'm gonna try to post this in the morning. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> so thank you again for listening in to mm-hmm. another episode of Life of the Lost, and we will catch you next time. See ya.